and welcome into a very, very special episode of the Westlife Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. Uh, as I said, we are sponsored by West Asheville Leagues, the best place to watch the game live and loud on, uh, on Wednesday night, the Origin, and Sunday, uh, the Tigers take on the Panthers. And of course, we're sponsored by NG Pump Solutions. Big Shane is missing a good one tonight. Um, yeah, good episode. We've got our West Tigers hat-trick star, Tess Staines, on tonight. We'll get to Tess in just a second. Just firstly, a reminder, please follow us on the socials at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to support and take part in the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. And YouTube, we've got um, yeah, pretty big stream of uh, YouTubers in there. I think Tess said you, you, said you were going to... Uh, Send it out for, for your family to watch. So we've got some pretty big numbers right now in the uh, YouTube stream. So welcome to everyone in there and on Facebook and Twitter. But yeah, please subscribe, notifications, comment. Even if you don't like what we say, whatever. Just give us comments, like, shares, share it with your friends. Uh, now to our star of the show. Oh, I'll, I'll leave. I'll go. I'll go to the boys first. I'll leave. Sorry, Tess. I'll leave you hanging. Uh, Aaron, we. Uh, we headed to Leichhardt Oval last night, Saturday night. You're back in orange now. Um, yeah, at least the girls making the grand final made the weekend a bit more um, easy to take with the, the boys going down last night. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Absolutely. Um, it was an amazing game to watch. I enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, then, yeah, headed down to Leichhardt, sat in the blustery cold and already back at back at home in orange so it's uh, yeah. it's been a long weekend but worth it to go watch the team play i'm a bit i'm a bit disappointed i won't be able to get up to campbelltown in time for the grand final next saturday yeah. for the for the women's team but i'll i'll be listening and tuning in while i'm driving down yeah absolutely anyway. uh and rob Bashara, you uh didn't come out to leichhardt you uh you brushed me i had the ticket there for you you uh Found a better friend, a better offer. No, I'm only joking. But um, yeah, as I said, as at least the girls made it um, a good a weekend to celebrate. Yeah, the girls were fantastic. Uh, as I was telling you before we came on air, I watched the game in full on replay this afternoon. And you know what? I think I think the boys did us proud as well. We've been looking for that sort of you know commitment and effort for 80 minutes, and I think we got that from both our women's and men's team. Uh, pity we couldn't get away with both games. I think we could have won both of them. And yeah, welcome to all. Just checking the comments now. I've got uh, a few fans of yours, Tess, in the in the comments. I can see coming through. Thank you for yeah, getting I'm, I'm hits up. Yeah, I'm reading myself. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, man, what a, a three tries for you yesterday and making the grand final couldn't go much more perfect than that for you. No, it, it was very good. Um, it was an unreal experience, but. Like there was there was a lot of work there in the middle uh, to get the ball out to me, so I can't take all the credit for those tries because yeah, there was there was some really good work that led to all that, and I was just lucky enough to be on the end of it, I guess. And uh, of course, just that's uh, Jess. I keep saying Jess, your your media manager, Jess, Jess and Tess. Always, I uh, I got got them mixed up when we were messaging. Mm-hmm. Today, there is Tess, a few so, Jesses in, in our group Yeah, too. and there's a few Jesses in the team, yeah, yeah. as well. Um, so, obviously, you've played in the WNRL for the uh, for the Eels. 
hopefully 2023 we can uh yeah, yeah. change change that and you put you uh in the colors you're wearing right there um oh, in the yeah, WNRL. It, it all depends it all depends uh there's there's no talks about contracts for next yeah, year of course. Uh, they sort of just want us to get through the end of this season um so yeah get the second half of the 22 season done and dusted and yep. then yeah talk about contracts after that so for now we're just worrying about what's in front of us yeah i don't want to get in trouble for tampering or something don't want to we've already had enough trouble with uh with other things so we don't want to get in trouble for trying to tamper your uh contract for 2023 but of course we'd love <laughs> to see you at the uh the west tigers wnrl first season um next year but um a, a few few of your mates have already kind of covered um it's a c- cliche question uh, they've asked uh marlon asked i was going to ask it as well so what age did you start playing footy and uh what was it yeah that what 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 was it that made you want to or who was it that wanted to make you that made you want to play footy um so i started I played I played league with the boys up until I wasn't allowed to. So I think I put, I think I stopped a little bit earlier too because I was only very little. So I think I stopped playing with the boys when I was about ten or ten or eleven, um, and then jumped over to league tag. And then yeah, 20, 2019, I got back into the league. I had just turned seventeen. I was old enough to play in this tournament by like twenty four hours, and then wow. um, yeah, it all it all kicked off in twenty nineteen. So yeah. Yeah, and then the reason why is I've got four older brothers, um, and yeah, they they all played they all played league or contact sports, so it was always wrestling or backyard footy or something like that. So yeah, it sort of just flowed on from there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, they kind of your your mates are kind of stealing stealing my questions <laughs> right right from under me, <laughs> Marlon. Again, um, she's Nicola wants to know. Um, has playing alongside Jess Sergis help your game as well? I didn't actually have that question, but not a bad one thrown in no, there. No, um, yeah, it's it's absolutely unreal getting to play outside Jess. Um, just to it's improving my game as well um, because I obviously started like the start of our Harvey Norman season in centres, and I've I've played that all year, and Jess has come back, so it's it's been good because I can yeah I can watch how she approaches different situations and yeah sort of how, how calm she remains and how she goes about things and then yeah to know to know what kind of footy player that she is and then to have the opportunity to have her on my inside in my, on my inside sorry like it's it's a surreal experience it really is and always always feel safe outside of her like yeah it's it's really cool uh, I'll get to there's Brad and Brett stains in the uh, in the comments here I'll get to their question. <laughs> In a second, but yeah, um, yeah I, I know I'm joking. I, I, I put two and two together there because they're they're literally asking who your favourite brother is. Yeah, um, there we go. There'll be there'll be questions from the other two pop up. Don't you worry. <laughs> Only three sleeps until the decider. Can the mighty Blues bring down the Maroons at Suncorp Stadium and bring home the trophy this Wednesday, 13th of July, 8 p.m. And the best place to watch the game, of course, is West Ashfield where you can enjoy the Garden's State of Origin and burger and beer deal for just $19. And then next Sunday afternoon, uh, we take the West Tigers take on the Panda Panthers live from Combank Stadium at 2 o'clock. And again, if you're not heading out 
to Parramatta to watch us take on the Panthers. You can watch it on the big screen at West Ashfield. For more information, visit West Ashfield's website, westashfield.com.au. Step up, step up and play at the home of the West Tigers, West Ashfield, 115 Liverpool Road, Ashfield. Members' prices are noted above. Terms and conditions apply. Drink responsibly. Uh, on back to footy. Who who was your favorite team and player or players growing growing up watching footy? Um, so my family goes for Storm, except Dad. Dad goes mm. for Dragons. So okay. yeah, so whole life supported Storm. Um, always loved Billy Slater as a fullback. Um, yeah, I just thought he was unreal. And yeah, I was I was like obviously supporting them through the stage of the little trio that they had with their one nine and seven. Um, so yeah, I, I loved watching. I loved watching the the three of them work together. But um, yeah, I, I always always really liked watching Billy Slater. Yeah, yeah, that age, I guess, where you the the Queensland and the Storm domination pretty much is all yeah. you can re- remember. You wouldn't even obviously remember the uh, the two thousand and five grand final. That's way too early. Wait, I wasn't even in yeah. school at that stage. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, makes me feel old, let alone you, Rob. But um, so <laughs> no, I, you I barely... can definitely still, I can definitely still remember them dominating um, for Queensland, especially, and yeah, yeah. obviously Norm as well. But yeah, um, right. So on this season, obviously you're playing in the grand final. Uh, the Harvey Norman West Tigers are playing Saturday two o'clock uh, yeah. at Campbelltown uh, against the Sharks. You guys yeah. actually won. Three in a row, kind of talking about 2005 West Tigers and a little bit like um, Rob, the 88 Tigers, I think, did something similar. So the girls basically won three games in a row, snuck into the semis, and then you guys obviously knocked off the first place Bears, uh, yeah, in the semi to make the grand final. So the last few weeks, was there something that just clicked into gear, like that just this end of season form? Is it yeah? Is there anything you can put put it down to? To be honest, I think we've just been building throughout the whole year. Like each each game, we picked up on those little one percenters that we knew that we needed to fix. Um, and yeah, we just we just kept building and we just moved on. Like review was done at the end of every week. We picked up our our weaknesses, our strengths, and obviously built more towards the weaknesses. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, we've just we've become more of a, a gemmed group, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, yeah, and we, we just enjoy being around each other, to be honest. Like, I go into training and you're just so excited to see everyone because, yep. you know, no matter what mood you're in, like, those girls are always going to lift you up. And when you have that connection with those girls, like, you want to show up for them and you don't want to let them down and you'll do absolutely anything and you'll fight tooth and nail um to put your body on the line for them so i think i think we've really just started to build that really tight-knit little group within us and um yeah we we just want to show up for each other i think yeah yeah you could tell that like following uh the west tigers women instagram and this like the social pages it definitely look like you guys enjoyed yourself in um each other's company and i guess the thing with uh the girls' side of it, obviously, there's Harvey Norman, the New South Wales Cup, and there's New South uh, NRLW, your Origin camps, and that sort of thing. Um, it it'd be pretty close knit 
across the board, board wouldn't it? Because you pretty much, um, and obviously one-year contracts, so girls go between teams and that sort of thing in NRLW. So if you only play for a few years, you kind of almost have been teammates with almost any, an opponent to almost anyone. Is, is that kind of what it's like? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, I guess, yeah, so there's like even even when I wasn't lucky enough to have a contract, like I still – I'd still made a few teams where I'd played either with or against all of those girls. Um, so then when you get up here and you're doing it on a, on a regular basis, um, yeah, like there is, like you you mingle, like, yeah, everybody, you're either with or against, like I said. Yeah. Um, yeah, your last loss, I said you won three in a row. I was actually at your last loss. So you guys played against, your last loss was against the Sharks, funny enough. Um, you played... Yeah. Uh, on a cold Monday night at the uh, New South Wales Rugby League yeah. Centre of Excellence, I actually was one of the people sticking my nose through the uh, the fence there, hoping you girls got home there. There was a bit of controversy that game. Um, the clock stopped working. My my eyes, I could barely see the clock, which was in the corner. But it yeah. seemed like the clock had stopped working or something. You girls were literally about to score to win the game, and then all of a sudden. Ref blue time off. Oh, honestly, I don't know. I try not to look at the clock because then I know how much longer I've got to be out there puffing for. So I try and just yeah. avoid looking at it. But um, yeah, no, I I never heard any of that. Um, yeah, that was it. Was a really good game. I think we sort of towards the end there we did it to ourselves a little bit. Um, in that in that last ten seconds or so, um, we made a few silly little decisions that obviously didn't come out in our best favour. But um, yeah, we look back at that and we seen where we went wrong. But um, yeah, we'll we'll build on that. Yeah, uh, my question—I meant to ask out of that. The point I was rather than just bragging to say I was at the game watching it. The um, there was heaps of West Tigers support there, like along the fence. Even though we literally was watching through a fence, there yeah. was still like plenty plenty support from West Tigers fans. How have you girls felt that from? Yeah, along this season from West Tigers fans. We've been pretty good fan base yeah. to play for. Yeah, it is. Like, you know, you know, there's always going to be a crowd. My, my parents have come to every game, so it's always nice to look into the crowd and see them sitting there. But, um, yeah, like we do have we do have a very good support base. Like Dan's there every weekend and he's got his big flag going and it doesn't matter yeah. whether it's rain, hail or shine, he's out there waving that for us. But, um. When you got those people behind you, like it makes you it makes you want to succeed even more because you know that they've got your back and they're gonna back you through anything as well and they're they're coming out to support. So um yeah, having having that support crew, like it it really pushes you that one step further to to really get that result that you want. Oh, shouts to Jess. Jess is in the uh, in the comments. She nice. answered a question. So someone uh, Kathy, a regular of ours, Kathy asked. Uh, how can we watch the game next Saturday? New South Wales Rugby League Facebook uh, going to live stream it. So um, yeah. check that out. Yeah, I, I've done that a couple of times with your games and Chromecast it to your TV. It's um, yeah, the way of the future. It's uh, I wish it's very I wish, Yeah, I wish all like New South Wales, like uh, the flag and all the all the grades were live streamed. Yeah. I wish. Yeah, I won't that go on be- a rant to you, but um. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's always good when you can catch catch the game through the um, yeah it is it is it's, it's good when you it's good when you've got family that aren't there either yeah and then they can all jump on board and they can all watch 
So you guys are from down Griffith Way, is that right? Uh, Leeton. I'm 55 Leeton? k Sorry. from Griffith. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So growing up in the country, pretty yeah. country. I sound a bit like a city person here, but a bit of a country <laughs> style. I'm kind of semi. I'm from the central coast. We're kind of semi, semi country, country rugby league really? technically. <laughs> but no, we're not. No, no. But, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. I, I definitely didn't um, grow up on a farm. But uh, yeah. But do do you think that helps with footy? Like country rugby league seems to be pretty strong. Um, Produce a lot of great players, despite <clears throat> obviously having much less population than us city folk. Yeah. Um. I think it's it's starting to spread more out there. Um, for for the women's league, there's not much out from from where I'm from, so which is why yeah. I've made the move up to Sydney to sort of chase that because we just we just don't have those opportunities like it. Um, there's actually no rugby league comp down my way. Like the closest you'd drive for a game is to play in the um, Canberra comp, so you'd be driving up mm. to probably three hours to play a game every weekend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the more that builds, the easier it'll get. But I think it's it's helpful for the girls back at home knowing that there is a pathway now that they can follow because I've gone and done it and I'm up here now. So they, they have someone that they can actually see doing it so it's worthwhile. Um, but, yeah, you, you learn – like you take your opportunities when they come as well. And it's always like, it's always going to be tough, but, um, but yeah. As you must've laughed when I try to claim that I was a country boy. You're I did. Big, I did. Oh, sorry. Aaron, Aaron's from orange as well. So he's a legit uh, country, country boy. So yeah. any boys, any questions for, uh, for Tess? I'll, I've got some heavy, uh, sorry, some light hitters, uh, that we always ask. <laughs> the uh the professional sports people that come on the show but do you have any questions for Tess before I get to those Aaron did you want to start or do you want me to ask yeah you go ahead Rob uh, okay go well Rob. first a couple of quick ones um do you prefer playing center or wing um I really like center I actually originally started out as a fullback okay um back in 2019 that's how I got into the system so I do yeah. like my fullback as well um yeah. But yeah, as it's turned out, I I got to go into the centres, which I do really really enjoy. Um, but yeah, the the wing's not too bad. Um, as long as as long as I know that I've got somebody that I can really trust on my inside and that I I back to do the job with me, then then I'm fine. Um, but yeah, I I enjoy I enjoy centres. You get to play around and run a few different lines and make a few different decisions. Okay, and I noticed you're a pretty instinctive player. There was a, a kick yesterday where it looked like it was going dead in goal, and you and you backed yourself to run it out of the in goal. And five seconds, you know, five tackles later, you scored a try. Like it was incredible. You you got it. You know, you just made a little bit of a break, got ten meters out, and we just got a roll on and got down there. So I think you're selling yourself short a bit about about some of your work. That second try was was quite brilliant. You had, you had a lot to do, and you did it really well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you about uh, one of the girls. Looked like she got a bit of a head knock yesterday. Um, Taylor Osborne, how is she? Taylor Osborne. Uh, yeah, I think she's fine. Taylor's tough as she's fine. Um, <laughs> Have we got no injuries for this the... week? We got no. Everyone could be right for the game. <clears throat> as far as I know, as as long as we can get on top of Ebony Pryor's cramps that she was going down with. Um, yeah, I think I think everybody's pretty sweet. 
Nothing yeah, fair was, enough. Nothing was brought to the surface, yeah. Yeah, well, I think it wasn't fair on, on her because she came off and three minutes later she had to go back on the field. So. Yeah, she did. And then she, she, kept she doesn't early. like that she's a big thing either. She's quite tiny. so she, No, she, she's not, but you definitely can't underestimate her. Can't um, underestimate old Eb. Uh, do you guys have like a, a player's player award at the end of the game? Do you guys vote on who was like your, your you know, player of the match? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, we didn't do one on the weekend. We got sent out a message to send Jess our player's player. So I dare say we'll get told that tomorrow night, I reckon, at training. Yeah, okay. Well, there were quite a few of you that played well. But I'd, I'd never, obviously, I've never watched the team like a full game like that before. And I was quite impressed with the 5'8", uh, Lasana Lutu. She's just amazing. Like, she can ball play, she can run. The, the, the shape you guys play with, it's quite expansive. Is that is that something Brett Kamali instilled in you guys? Or was it Adele or is it both? Or who, who you know, what who would you like say your style has been provided by? Um we've obviously like we've obviously been coached. Like it was unreal having having Noddy in there. Like that was an experience and a half. Um, yeah, that was absolutely insane. Um, I didn't get to do much of the preseason with him, obviously with Eels, but um, I dare say like his his structure would have come into it, and the way he would like to play, and him being a half as well, he he obviously worked a lot with our halves and got yeah. like their ball playing skills to a good level, and yeah. then yeah, Adele Adele's obviously been there since the start, so he's been in and around that, and yeah, we've just played off of that, but um. Yeah, a lot of us, a lot of it. I think it it does come down to us. Like Bucky, for her age, she's she's an absolutely unreal ball player, and I can't wait to see um, the path that she goes down. But yeah, I think it's it's just very free flowing. Like Bucky's very much so eyes up, and we're just sort of lucky that the the three outside of her with um our edge like. Kez, Jess, me, and Taylor out the back. We can sort of just adjust on the go, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, just play some flowy footy. But yeah, it just it just sort of seems to work well, and we go with it. Yeah, you seem to be a pretty tight knit group because when uh, Emily Curtin was getting stood over, you, <laughs> everyone kind of flew in, and I'm I'm like, this is mad. Like, why don't our men's team do this? <laughs> yeah, I think obviously, like I said before. Um, like you spend you spend that much time with those girls like you're in there from say five till eight eight thirty a few nights a week like those girls become your second family like you spend you spend so much time with them and obviously you see you see one of them in trouble like you're not just going to stand there and be like oh she'll be fine like you want to go in and help them like no one's getting sent anywhere on their own and yeah that's why as soon as you could sort of see it start to go down we were yeah, we were in there. Like, it's obviously, it's not ideal. Um, it's not what we want in the women's game, I guess. But it happened. And, yeah, I, I know that all of us girls will always be there to back one one another, no matter what. All right, two more quick questions. Do you prefer playing standalone games or do you prefer playing before the men? Um, oh, I think as long as we get to play footy, we can't really argue, to be honest. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It, Great answer. It's, yeah, much of a muchness. Like, you're still playing the game. Um, whether there's a big crowd or no crowd, like, you're still going to be out there for 70 minutes. Um, it's obviously – it's a it's a cool atmosphere when you get to play before the men's game. 
um, or after we played at Leichhardt after the men's game, like that is a really good feeling. But we get like we get attention on our own as well, I guess, and we're still going to have they, those supporters. But yeah, it's crowd or no crowd, we still show up to play some footy. Yeah, well, I'd encourage everyone to go out Saturday. I, I mean, Josh, are you going to go out? I'm pretty sure I'm going to. Yeah, going. if I can. Uh, look, the wife's having shoulder surgery tomorrow. If I can get permission and a babysitter for uh, Saturday, I really want to head out to Campbelltown. Well, Saturday. it's not, not often the West Tigers are in a grand final, so I think everyone... No, once in my life. To ...get out there one, and support yeah. the girls. Um, and just, just finally, um, do you reckon we're going to get three State of Origins next year? There seems to be a big push for it. And I, I can't understand why the best game doesn't get a decider if, if it needs one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not really a call that I get to make. But, um, yeah, it would be it would be really cool to see, see us get three games. Um, like, we're obviously building every... Every year, and the the clubs are expanding, so it'll it'll only be a matter of time before we get the three games. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we do because the quality is obviously there. Like we saw how high of a standard their game was this year; like that was insane to watch. But um, yeah, it was a great yeah, game. Yeah, fingers fingers crossed. We'll we'll get to three games and we'll stick to it. Good stuff. Well, I'll let Aaron throw a few questions at you, but good luck Saturday. Really enjoyed yesterday. Thank you. All righty. Uh, so. Back on the incident you were talking about before where you all rushed in when they were standing over Emily, um, was there a message that went out to the to the team or did someone speak up when you were when both teams were down to twelve players? How did that sort of unfold? Um well I guess it was it was the same for both of us because we both we both went down to twelve players, but um we went into the huddle and we knew that like they were obviously within the twenty. Um and those next ten minutes were going to be very important because they still had they still had fifteen or so minutes, which is plenty enough time to get the points that they needed. But um, yeah, we just regathered and cooled ourselves down. We took a few deep breaths together and yeah, got our head back in the game and just said like we've really got to dig deep here. Like Vards will be back in ten minutes. Um, just grind it out while we have to and work the best that we can. They they obviously scored some points. Um. But we'd like hats off to our girls in the middle and and our edges. Like we we defended that line like very very well. And um yeah they were lucky enough to get through. But after that we we just held held our own and waited for Vards to come back. But yeah we just remained calm and yeah just got our job done. Yeah, did a very good job of it too. Uh, are you one of the bigger talkers in the team, or do you kind of keep a little bit more quiet and behind the scenes? Oh, uh, at training, I'm normally pretty vocal. Um, yeah, I always laugh about a little bit of stuff. But um, on the field, it's I try and I try and talk, but you sort you sometimes it's like you sort of forget because you just get caught up in the game. But um, yeah, it's there is chat out there. Um, I tr I obviously try like on the wing especially. You got to try and talk as much as you can and counting plays and numbers and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I, I try to be. I should probably be a little bit more vocal. Thank you, Jess. Those who can't see Jess, uh, just said she's a pest. Very nice. I definitely am. I definitely am. <laughs> Did the girls with the big game experience uh, have have much to say about this week and leading up to the grand final after the game yesterday? Um, 
To be completely honest, we just tried to be in the moment yesterday after our win. Um, the only chat about next weekend was the fact that we're versing Cronulla. And other than that, Adele just wanted us to be in the moment and enjoy what we'd just done because we just we just put in a hell of an effort. Um, we really, we really, really did. And to be the first, to be the first time that the West Tigers girls had gotten into a grand final, like that was a feeling that he really just wanted us to enjoy and be together and yeah, just be happy with what we'd done. So yeah, there wasn't there wasn't any any chat about next weekend. Um, we'll go into training tomorrow and sort of push the push the game that just happened aside and focus on our on our next task. But yeah, we we just wanted to enjoy what we'd done. Yep, fair enough. Um, yep. So the Tigers and Sharks are both obviously getting NRLW teams next year. So I think this is the game's going to have a really good atmosphere about it in preparation for for that. Obviously, it's more than twelve months away, but it it is a bit of a taste of what could be to come for the women's game. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, we we were obviously very very excited when we got our NRLW license. Um, for all the work that had gone in behind the scenes because, yeah, there's a lot of work that we don't see. Um, and I dare say Cronulla would have been the exact same. Um, yeah, like the camaraderie would have been pretty high around both clubs. So, yeah, I think I think this weekend will be will be a good show of, of what's to come and the talent that can be pushed into these two clubs next year. So, yeah, it, it should be it should be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Good, and good question. Last one. Oh yeah, go as I'll ask Marlon. I'll ask Marlon's question after you, your last one. Last one, just a little bit of more of a fun one from me. Thanks to Jess for this. But in your opinion, who's the biggest pest in the team? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can throw myself under the bus for that one. Um, <laughs> You're yeah, Shawnee's, <laughs> Shawnee's a bit of a pest. We actually had a little awards night. Um, within like just our playing group as a bit of fun the other week. And yeah, Shawnee, Shawnee got the biggest pest. She's always walking around and flicking or hitting people and yeah, just, just being known. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, Jess. So- yeah. Best of luck to the best of luck to the team for the game on Saturday. I'm disappointed. Thank I won't you. be able to be there, but I finished work in orange at two and I'll be on the road immediately afterwards. So I'll be tuning in while I Lovely. drive down. Lovely. Thank you. Um, yeah, Marlon Weber, another great question. Different coaching styles from Noddy to your current uh, coach? Um, yeah, obviously every coach every coach is different. Um, everybody takes a different approach to situations. Um, and, yeah, like there, there is two, two very different styles. Um, can't really, I don't know how to, how to put it into words type thing. Um, Noddy, Noddy's very, he's very cool, calm and collected. Like he, he was, he was our blue shirt there for a little bit. And um, he, yeah, he just, he can bring, bring the, like, I don't know how to say it, like can just calm everybody down type thing, um, which is, which is pretty handy. And then, yeah, Adele, Adele's been really cool, really good these last few weeks, um, stepping up into that head coaching role. He's really like, um sort of calmed calmed everything down the best that he can. Um, and yeah, it's it's good. Like it's good to have the two different coaching styles because it's it's nice to learn different things. But yeah, yeah, they definitely definitely two different coaches. 
All right, just to finish off, Tess, so every uh, West Tigers player we have on the show, we ask the same eight non-footy questions, so pretty pretty easy ones. First up, uh, favourite food or meal? Oh, this is the hardest question that I can ever be asked because I absolutely love food. Um, oh, if it's like a pub meal, I can't go past a pub meal. I love a palmy, um, but mum's roast. Mum's roast with a mashed potato and veggies. That yeah, that's that's an absolutely unreal meal. Good, good answer that one. Um, yeah, both of those the, a roast and a uh, a palmy at the pub. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favourite restaurant at all? You, you haven't been in Sydney. I might be back home or in Sydney that you've oh, gone to. God. Haven't haven't really gone and done all the done all of that stuff in sydney um back home there's a really nice italian restaurant yeah. that you sort of only go to for birthdays or that sort of thing so yeah benvenuti's at home that's a, okay yeah, that's yeah a big really big italian time. population obviously griffith um yeah yeah big italian population yeah. down there my wife's italian so i um yeah they kind of know that their favorite movie do you have a favorite movie oh yeah, I do actually. I've had it since I was a kid. The boys will get a laugh out of this. It's um, <laughs> everybody will. It's called Eight Seconds. It's a bull riding movie. Yeah, right. It's a, it's a random one. Have you seen yeah, that one, Rob? Never seen it. No. Yeah, I haven't heard it. As yeah, have you seen I, it? Nope. Yeah, Very I don't. I don't think many people will. But yeah, it's a it's a bull riding movie, and I can remember when I was younger. I absolutely fell in love with the actor, and yeah, I've just loved the movie ever since. Even though I know what happens and. Every who's, single time. Who's the actor? Uh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry plays Lane Frost. As in 90210, Luke yeah. Perry. Yeah. yeah, right. He passed away, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, that's, that was sad. Yeah, um, Favourite TV show? Oh. Um, it's, it's kind of hard these days. You've grown up kind of with the in the uh, the streaming sort of era you you don't know the the pain of only having five t- although you grew up in the country maybe you do know the 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 uh the pain of only having five tv channels pretty much um <laughs> growing up growing up the uh tv ser- like tv show that we all watched me and the brothers was mcleod's daughters yeah we I- we all watched that and that was that was when mum wasn't home we got to stay up later <clears throat> got to stay up later and and watch that before she got home and then it was a mad rush to get into bed so she didn't know we were up late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh brief bri- uh what was her name? Bridie. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. My wife my wife's favorite TV show growing up too. Uh yeah. favorite athlete growing up. Or favorite all-time athlete. Uh my favorite athlete at the moment um Ash Barty. I really like the way she carries herself and everything she's achieved at such a young age and the way she's able to, yeah, speak and express herself. I really, I really respect her. And a West Tigers fan as well. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, love it. He can't, I mean, she has to be the least hateable person yeah, in Australia. She like, she's, every she's every amazing. time you watch her speak, she's yeah. absolutely like, she's just, yeah, she's gorgeous. Um. Do you have any favourite sporting teams outside of rugby league? So, is there any other sports that you follow? Oh, to be honest, not really. Um, yeah, not overly. I've always, I've always been a leaguey. Um, 
never really watched AFL or anything like that. Like it's a big AFL area where I'm from, but um, yeah. yeah, never, never sort of got into following it hardcore and getting around it like that. Uh, favorite band or artist? Oh, God, these are tougher questions when you're on the spot. Go back to the footy ones. We've had a country oh, thing, all the air, all the answers though, so I'm feeling yeah, like it was country answers. Lee, yeah. Lee Kernigan or <laughs> no, trying to think. not Lee. It'd, it'd be Slim Dusty before Lee Kernigan. Um, but at the moment, Luke Combs, Luke Combs is getting played a little bit. Is that a country? It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is. Um, definitely seeing the uh, the different upbringings between us. Very much so. The, uh, very much the girls so. That's why it's very different for me living in Sydney. <laughs> Yeah, how how do you how do you find um, living in Sydney? Obviously, a lot lot more busy and stressful. Yeah, to live up here. It is. It's it's been the probably the hardest six or seven months for me. I've just had um, just making that readjustment, like everything I've done for the last sort of 20 years, like I can't sort of bring any of that to Sydney. Like none of my hobbies at home can be brought up here. Um, so that's, that's made it really hard to, to make that adjustment. Um, like even, even traffic, like people oh, growing up yeah. in Sydney, like it's just second nature to them. And I, I get in my car and cause I'm obviously still using a GPS everywhere cause I'm hopeless with directions. And, <laughs> I put it in, like I put in where I'm going and it can be like 5.7 kilometres and it's going to yeah. take you like 25 minutes. Yeah. And I look at it and I'm just absolutely gobsmacked because like at home, like I said before, Griffith is 55 kilometres and rain, hail or shine, like it takes you 45 minutes Yeah. every single time. And you get here and 55 kilometres is taking an hour and a half. And um, yeah, yeah people, people are always gobsmacked because – I say that I'd prefer to do the the six hour drive home and just jump on the highway and yeah, and go sure. rather than sitting in traffic for forty five minutes and going like three kilometers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. this is cruise control on. Put your podcast yeah. or your music on and just cruise. Absolutely, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Sydney, normally my time. It's my time Sydney's, to bring everybody. It's just a stress factory, and that just makes yeah. the people. Um, I always found that, like, I, I go to Bathurst quite a bit and, um, yeah, go even back home up up the Central Coast outside of Sydney. Uh, you just find people, are, the people are a lot less stressed and a lot more friendly because they're just not yeah. trying to, um, yeah, trying to. Yeah, that's it. That's, get, that's also. Get the work faster than the next person. Yeah, it's that's also a big adjustment because, like, at home you walk past somebody and you pretty well know. Yeah. know everybody that you're walking past um, and, and you speak to them and you walk past people in Sydney and everybody's just got their got their earphones in and they're just looking at the ground and they're walking. Like even that's yeah. a massive adjustment because, yeah, you're used to stopping and chatting to somebody for five minutes every time you're going to Woolies or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's very big adjustment, but you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It. Uh, yeah. I totally agree. If I'd love to. I'd love to live um, – Rural the Sydney Sydney yeah. traffic is just horrible. Deal with it every day. It does. It's, it wears you down. It's the uh, yeah. It's it the does. Worst. It does. Um, a happy one to finish. What's your favourite thing to do that's not footy? 
spend time with my family. Ah, beautiful. So head back home. Yeah, yeah. Try and try and head home um, as much as I can. Normally get to like take the horses out for a ride or something like that. But um, yeah, family family time for me is yeah comes comes before anything. Beautiful. And how many horses? So you got oh, horses back back home or? How how high can you count is the real question. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to put a number on it between. Between the four boys, it's yeah, it's a ridiculous amount, ridiculous amount, terrific money waster. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's like cars, but they yeah. you got to feed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> Very expensive hobby. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tess, thank you so much. I yeah, I said it only take 10, 15 minutes, but you've given us you what forty. <laughs> Yeah, on a Sunday night, you should be. You're an elite athlete, and you need your sleep and um, prepare for the big game in six days' time. Training tomorrow night, I think. Yeah, uh, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, captains run. Okay, so how how many during the season? How many days a week do you guys train? Um, it's normally it's normally like the two the two week sessions, and then a, a captains run the day before you play. And yeah, like I said before, you're in there from. Um, <laughs> so I'm reading my brother's comment. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you like do you like the horse racing or are you just like? Oh, we we were never into sort of the horse racing. Where okay. we're more like yeah, camp drafting and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The yep. boys are the boys are right into the the investing and getting good turnovers on on this stock. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, nice. I'll, I'll get in trouble for that when I hang up from this, you watch. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds, sounds like a good life out uh, down, down South. Uh, yeah, Tess, thank you. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Good luck next Saturday. I'm going to try and yeah head out to the game Saturday. Rob, we'll talk off air. We'll try and. I'm definitely yeah. going. 100%. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You've been I, told. I, no, I might, I might bring the toddler. He's two years old. There's a hill he can run around and. Do it. Kick, kick a flea. I'll see if I can bring him out. It's um, yeah, Tess. I'll let you go. No worries. Now, but yeah, again, thank you so much. Thank you to all your family and friends who've uh, absolutely boosted our numbers tonight too. How good. No, and to Jess good. as well. I'll see you in the chat as well. <laughs> Jess. No, thank you for having me. I uh, yeah, I really appreciated it. Good luck Saturday. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Good thank luck, you. Tess. Cheers. How good was that, boys? Yeah, thanks uh, to Tessa's fam. Um, yeah, all the all in the chat there. Very, very supportive family and friends. That's it's awesome. But um, yeah, I'm excited. It's good as a West Tigers fan having something positive and exciting to yeah to look forward to um, rather than yeah the boys, which we're going to review now. Um, yeah, back to. Come on, mate! It wasn't uh, that. It wasn't that. Yeah, bad. okay. There's a few oh, positives. I know, right. but it's not. Come on, but compared to making, <laughs> compared to making a grand final. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see Tess. Tess, you're still in in the room there. Do you do you want to talk about the first grade? I can add you back in if you want. I thought I thought you'd want to. <laughs> Let's see. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk? Men's footy with us or 
It's up I, to you. I, to be honest, I don't, I don't really pay attention to much of it. Um, so okay. yeah, I, I can't really comment on it because yeah, we just sort of focus on ourselves and get our job done. Okay, I'll just put you in the background then. <laughs> Thanks. <Steph. laughs> Explains why she's so healthy. She doesn't she follow the team. She was being nice. Steph, but, um, Right, so other grades, New South Wales Cup, they lost 20 to 38. Um, yeah, obviously three grades or two other grades before first grade. The Jersey Flag boys got up. Um, sorry, as I get rid of this goddamn bot out of our chat, go away. Uh, Jersey Flag won 18 12 um, before New South Wales Cup. And of course, the girls, as we've just been talking about, they won 24 10 um, against the Bears on Saturday as well. Uh, righto, the Sheenzy news, boys, this kind of dropped l- late, uh, what, about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock this afternoon. Um, I saw on the, the Patreon Discord, people started, uh, yeah, saying, making, sh- basically, memes and stuff started already about this. Team Shane's coming back to coach the the West Tigers, possibly. Rob, what do you make of this? Like, do you think um, friend of the show, Michael Chamis, wrote the story about it? Is this a possibility? Oh, well, as um, I think one of the other reporters, David Riccio, has been saying for a few weeks now, he, you know, Sheen's still got the scratch or the itch, as they say, to, to coach. So, look, I mean, if we'll just see how Noddy goes. I think, I think Noddy did a good job you know, like a, a couple of days ago. So, you know, or yesterday, I should say. It feels like Monday, but it's not, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, look, I think it'll just see how, how it pans out. It's a hard one to... I'm not keen on him being the 2023 coach. If it's just for one year, I could half accept it if they don't get the actual man that they want. Um, but, yeah, it's just... I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. We've, we've just messed, messed up this whole coaching scenario and the brains trust are in a bit of a predicament right now to you know in terms of moving forward so i would assume tim would be coach if they can't get anyone that really wants the job to be to be honest so i, I don't i really don't know it's it's just caught me by surprise to be honest that they consider him for next year i really thought he might finish off the rest of this year not not next year as do you think this could be a case that just they can't find anyone willing to do the job yeah, it very well could be. I'd imagine the situation with coaching is a lot similar to the situation with players where you can't approach contracted coaches until the final year of their club. Maybe that's what they're trying to do with Peyton, potentially. If they if they yeah, can't well, negotiate with him until the 1st of November or whenever, then yeah, I think it's the same maybe rule, having yeah. Sheens in for the season for Peyton to come potentially in 2024 if he if he would agree to, then that might be what they're trying to do. Yeah. And I guess with that too, if Sheen's um he can just move back to the football, the off field role and then Todd Peyton come in. It's not like hiring, say, John Morris and then in the year's time sack him to bring in Todd Peyton. Sheen's he could just step aside and at his age, like he's He's not like he's going to coach for four or five years. He probably, like he said, Rob, it's probably a band aid to get us through. You'd hope so. Year. Um, yeah, they kind of, as Craig said, um, if he's coaching twenty twenty three, 
to me, they still want Serraldo or they think they can lure Peyton. Yeah, so I think, yeah, it kind of just seems like, all right, well, we can't find, get the guy we want. Let's just roll with Sheens. The players know him. He's he's coached before. Um, yeah, I don't know. Rob, we've talked about management a lot on this show, but do you think this coaching situation, trying to hire them, um, yeah, how how do you think they've handled it? Basically, it's just been an absolute since we let Madge go. It's been an absolute mess. Look, I said it last week. I think we should have had our coach wrapped up, locked up uh, prior to sacking Madge. That would have been the way to go, as Cronulla did last year. Uh, to be fair, now that like now that it's stuffed up, they are in a predicament. Like I, I'm not, I'm not going to bash them for where they are now because it's a tough spot and. If they were to some, sign someone for three years, four years, five years, they just can't rush into it in one week, although we do yeah. need a, a coach ASAP. So so right now I actually feel for them, but I think the damage we was done with not having the foresight and like perhaps they assume they had Serraldo over the line. Like We'll never know that unless they come out and publicly say it. So if they thought they had Serraldo, that's why they got rid of Madge. But I, I don't think they realised the effect that it had on the playing group because the Tigers look pretty attractive as far as, I mean, I'm probably biased, obviously, being a Tigers supporter, but, you know, go back six weeks ago, and even though we, we only had three wins, we had a couple of great back-to-back wins, and it looked like we had a team that was putting in every week for 80 minutes. So, you know, the, the club sort of going well, some good juniors coming through, a team that's giving 80 minutes whether they win or lose. It was kind of the place I thought, you know, a coach would want to come to. But then, basically, the players just really didn't, put in the, the type of in- intensity that they'd been putting in previously once Madge left. And I think that might have, you know, deterred Serraldo. He probably thought, what the hell's going on here? So it's not, I mean, it's not the management's fault that the players dropped their bundle, but in effect, I feel like the players have dropped their bundle until last night. Something happened last night. There was there was a change in attitude. There was a change in belief. There was a change in intensity. Um, you know, I went from watching the start of the game, like we were at friends who were Tiger supporters, so I, I had no choice but to watch the game, even though I didn't want to watch it live. And I was forced I was just, to watch the Tigers. Yeah, it was it was, it was kind, of, <laughs> kind of a weird game because, you know, they, they got off to a bit of a flyer, back-to-back penalties and had a couple of no tries and, you know, they could have mm. easily been up 12-0. And then when you saw some of the shots we were putting on, like Stefano gave me goosebumps like i was like where's this stefano been this is that's what i'm talking about this is the sort of guy that we're trying to build our club around like stefano was back um so i just think if we if we at least lose uh what's the right way if if, i I know we didn't like consolation losses but our expect our expectations have to start again josh so last year we kind of said we want 80 minute performances and just the, the team to do well and then the Madge detractors and, and the team detractors kind of said, oh, you know what? Well, you know, there's no good playing if you lose by eight points or six points. So, for example, if Madge was a coach last night and we lost 28-20, then everyone said, oh, yeah, you know, it's all good for trying, but we can't win. But the fact that we played so bad for the previous three games, suddenly we're kind of thinking, well, guys, just give us a go, have a go for 80 minutes. You know, so my expectations have changed to, like, just play for 80 minutes where – you know, you look at other teams like Parramatta, if they if they don't make the preliminary final or grand final, it's a failure for them. So everyone's, every club's level of expectations is really different. And right now, ours is as low as it can get. So I just want to see back-to-back efforts. Like even if, 
Penrith put 30 or 40 points. If the guys are trying and they're just outplayed and outclassed, that's all our fans want to see. But when I personally feel the three games we played prior to last night, we should have won. Like we got Manly on an off day without their best two players. We played Canterbury, who are rubbish, and we played the Warriors, who lost seven in a row. There's, if, if the boys had shown up, I think they could have won all three games. And I say it again, I think we should have won last night. You know, we had a sin mm. that hurt us and maybe, you know, a one one poor kick, which, you know, I don't want to pick on, but the reality is it, it did turn the game. Um, we should have won last night and, and we didn't. So, look, I, I'm just happy that I got to see some heart and commitment last night. And I, I was proud of, you know, like I said at the start, both the women's and the men's team. They had a dig. You, you can't really ask for much more than that except the victory, obviously. All right, we'll go. We'll transition out of Sheezy talking to yeah last night's game, which you kind of did there. Uh, Rob, we'll talk about the backs first. So a few stat leaders. So most runs and meters in the team was actually Stafford Toa. I was surprised to. I was obviously uh, as was as we're both at the game. He kind of um, with my old old eyes anyway. You kind of miss seeing who which player, especially if the, the games on the other side of the field. Um, got the ball all the time. So I was pretty – was it noticeable on TV, Rob, that Stafford, obviously, because he – a lot of people were calling for him to be dropped, for him to come out and lead in for the backs in runs and metres. Kevin Marlowe being away, a bit of a factor here. But, um, yeah, do you think he had a bit of a point to prove? Well, looking at those stats, I wouldn't have thought he'd run that many metres, to be honest. So mm. uh, they're, they're actually quite surprising. I, I was a little bit disappointed – you know, with a couple of tries leaked down his side. And I think Parramatta's second, though, try, in my opinion, was a try. But, thank you know, I'm, I'm glad to be on the right side of a decision for a change. Um, and that was down his side as well. So, look, it's it's surprising. I mean, I think we were asked last week, what would our team be if we were selecting the team? And and I said I'd, I'd have Junior Tupu in there in the centres. Um, one of those runs Junior Tupu did, like he just beat five or six players and just mm-hmm. stepped around. And I'm, I'm thinking now... You know, gee, wouldn't you love to have him in the team? And if Kenny comes back on the wing, and, and I thought Noffa was outstanding last night. I know his his meters aren't huge or anything like that, but Noffa was as safe as houses. You know, all night he was really solid on that left wing, um, which he's not his normal wing. He normally plays on the right wing. Um, so I thought Noffa was great. So if we have Noffa and Kenny on the wings this week, surely Junior Tupu starts in the centres this week. He, re- he really needs to start in the centres. And and then, you know, Matt, uh, Brett Kamali has a, a, a great sort of selection problem. Like, do we get Adam out of the centres into 5'8"? Or, you know, like he, he might bring back Jimmy Roberts. He, he's got an abundance of centres that he can choose. Uh, but I guess Stafford will probably keep his spot based on those stats. But I, I still find he's a bit shaky in defence. But that's just my own personal view. Random, random question from Clint. I've got to bring it up on Facebook. He said, on a side note, Rob, if you put... Spend some time putting makeup on tonight. You look amazing. Better. You are in a different room tonight. I, I only just noticed that. Um, <laughs> that lighting is. You do look good. You look very tanned. Yeah, uh, tanned. I don't know what's going on. I don't yeah. know. I've just, I've just been kicked out of my own bedroom because I got my uh, our three nieces are sleeping over. So it was like if you're going to do a podcast for an hour and a half, two hours, you know, you're not, yeah, yeah. You're not taking up the bedroom. So. Well, the light, the light's doing according no, to the lighting's uh, doing good on, on the, the lighting. Yeah, the lighting's. <laughs> you're only good and uh why wouldn't you watch us be sure to watch if you're listening on audio it's, this is what you tune into the uh youtube for my pretty graphics that i bring up on the screen and uh 
yeah, Rob, Rob in that beautiful uh, lighting setting there. And us too, as I guess. Uh, okay, back to rugby league. Uh, line breaks, Noffa with two most try assists. Luke Brooks with two, which were literally what in the last five minutes. I think touches is a pretty um, telling one. Jackson Hastings actually touched the ball despite going down, uh, clenching his knees and limping for a little bit, still touched the ball the most. Can you have a guess as uh, you're a stats guy? You might have already checked this. How many times do you reckon Adam Dway he touched the ball last night? I haven't checked this actually. I was uh, meaning to, but he okay, makes the game more fun he, then. Yeah, he didn't get a, he didn't get his hands on it a lot. I'd say maybe uh, how many there? So Jacko seventy three touches. I'm hazarding a guess before I go check it out. Maybe fifteen. Oh my god, you got it on the on the on the. I feel like Larry Emdale. The price is right. Bang on. Ding ding oh, ding. Sweet. Yeah, fifteen. He touched <laughs> Pat it fifteen on the back times. For that. You're like Rain Man. That's um, yeah, bang on. But yeah, 15 touches compared to I think Brooks was in the 50s, um, and Jackson Hastings 73. Obviously, Adam Dwayne he's got to touch the ball more than 15 times a game. As yeah, definitely. Um, I have a feeling the the Brooks naysayers will be out in full force this week, paying for blood, and they'll definitely want to see Adam partnering Jacko in the halves, which I don't think we could go wrong giving it a try. It's just what you do with Brooks, whether you leave him out, whether you move him somewhere else, um, whether he plays a bench utility sort of role, but he's, he's had a chance to get his game fitness up now. So I really would like to see him back in the halves where he wants to play and see what damage he can do. Going to need all we can get against the Panthers this week. Uh, other stats, Brooksy did most of the kicking, 12 kicks for 394 metres. He did the most tackling in the back. This is back line only, obviously, uh, 24 tackles, two line break uh, assists, which might have been the Noffa tries count as line breaks there. Did you count those two tries? Yeah. He did break the line, so he might have. There's literally two plays uh, in the last five minutes uh, in almost garbage time, kind of. Up to and the error leaders, so Stafford, Brooks, and Dane all had two errors apiece. So they share um, that stat that you don't necessarily want. Um, the Brooksy thing, Rob, the elephant, I think someone in the comments called it the elephant in the room earlier. Is, is, is this week the week that uh, most fans are calling for it? Do we get what we want? Do we get Adam in the and do we get what Adam wants? Do we get Adam in the six this week? Uh, it, it's really up to Brett Kamali. I mean, I can see. Look, there's a part of me that you know, West Tigers footy is backing yourself, trying things. You know, like playing expansive, uh, not resting on your laurels, not trying to protect the lead. But you know, as I said earlier, that kick before half time when when you're down a player. Um, and you kick early in the tackle count. It was either tackle two or tackle three. And it's not just that. It, it was like, even if you're about to kick the ball, like hypothetically, if that was Jackson Hastings about to kick the ball and, you know, a player was in his face, literally, he's not going to kick the ball. Like we see so many times, you know, Jackson Hastings about to pass the ball and he'll just keep it, tuck it under his arm and take the tackle. That was a, a point in time where Brooksy had to recognise the play broke down. You know, don't kick the ball. 
And it wasn't just that. Like, it, obviously, they score the try, you know, down the other end, and then they go back-to-back back from the kickoff because we're already down 12 men. So I just think the players just play instinctively sometimes. They don't take into consideration that we've got 12, they've got 13, we're coming up to halftime, you know, we're winning 12-6. Uh, I think there was a game earlier in the year, uh, Josh, I might have mentioned it, where we, had, we were down a player again in the sin bin and the opposition team knocked it on. And Kenny picked it up and ran with it. And I'm like, Kenny, just let the freaking ball bounce, bounce, bounce. Let a few seconds go off the clock. Let's pack the scrum. Let's take another 20 seconds. Like, There's no thought of just, you know, working the clock to our advantage. We're down a player. And and really that kick, you know, ultimately cost us the lead at halftime. We went from being mm. down 12-6, you know, and, and like if it came off, we might have won the game. It might have been the one where, you know what, we scored while we were down a player, but it wasn't even close to being on. It wasn't like he kicked the ball and it went over the sideline or it went touching goal. He literally had no chance of getting it over the defender's head. So it's, I just feel bad for Brooksy because he tries a lot of things. And, you know, look, he, he did those two try assists to, to Nofalate in the game and all that. But you, ju- you just can't have moments like that. And and yeah. it's, it's hard for Noddy too, Josh, because Noddy's got to have that fine line between, you know, like how, how do you say to Brooksy, like if he drops Brooksy, well, it's kind of like saying, well, you know, you're stuffed up. But at the same time, I'm sure Noddy wants to encourage Brooksy to keep playing footy or keep seeing what he sees. And and obviously that was a preconceived plan. They must have recognised that the Parramatta right winger, um, Simonson, shoots up a lot and, and the and the kick-through's on. So you pre-design it, but, you know, sometimes mm. you abort the mission, you know. So I, I, just, feel, I just feel bad for Brooksy, but... You know, he, he Brooksy's a bit like Benji was back in the day. If Brooksy, if, if Benji did something really bad, it got magnified by a thousand. And it's like that with Brooksy. But to be brutally honest, it was a magnifying moment. And then it just got magnified even more when, you know, 15 or 16 seconds before half time, he goes for an air swing with the foot instead of on just diving on the ball. And, and even if he got dragged into the end goal, like time would have expired. It was just. Two bad plays that happened within two or three moments, and and that's unfortunately that's all all our fans are going to remember. They're not going to remember any of the good things. And but look, AD should be five eight, so we've got to try. We've got to do something. I, I don't know what it's going to take to get the Hastings Dewey combination going. Uh, as at the, at the ground, did it feel like to you? I I kind of felt like Brooksy was playing reckless with a bit of an attitude. Um, not that he doesn't care, but kind of just, and his press conference earlier in the week kind of had the attitude of he's kind of over it and doesn't give a shit anymore. It was kind of like, he was just, um, yeah, like just trying things as Rob said, kind of just playing, yeah, playing cowboy sort of footy. Do you feel like that or did he just kind of go into the plan and didn't execute it? Is Aaron on mute or something? As he's frozen again. He's frozen. I <laughs> oh, look just before we, before we get Aaron back. I just think oh, look, Brooksy's trying. He's not. He's not not trying. Like he's he's having a go. But yeah, it's just, it's just um, you know we go back to the same old thing. Brooksy's not a game manager, and he, and he's just the sort of guy that you know wants to play what's in front of him. There's nothing wrong with that, but. You know, as we always say, hindsight is twenty twenty, and really, in hindsight, you look at those two things, especially while we're down a man, it, it really just turned the game. Like, Para had no right to be ahead at halftime. 
Right, I will go on as as try to sort out sort out his computer. Sure. Uh, move on to the forwards. So, um, for North Pole, I didn't even have uh, they don't even have a photo for him in the um, in the the uniform like the standard. Uh, what do you call it? The, the the shots they do at the start of the year. So I had to get one literally of him training because he. He led 18 runs, uh, 167 metres, and 92 post-contact. Um, Rob, is that something you definitely noted on TV? Yeah, it looks like we've got Aaron back, by the way. Uh, but yeah, yeah, welcome back, Az. Um, look, for his second game of NRL, crazy good stats. Like, it's really encouraging for the future. Um, you know, but, like, a, we're going to need to see, like, He's the right guy, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying if people expect him to be like a full-on first grader and expect that sort of impact every week, it's not going to happen. He needs to get 20, 30, 40 games under his belt. So, But this is all good for 2023 and 2024 and 2025. And, yeah, really encouraging signs because, you know, we, we are lacking a bit of forward depth. What did you think of Fanil Pohl for the first time in the flesh, As He had a really good game. Um, he... Every time he carted up the ball or, cart, or carted the ball upfield, he looked like he um, he just wanted to make sure he left an impression, uh, probably because he was starting and he wanted to kind of take that opportunity. Um, but, yeah, I was really impressed watching him live. Um, he came off after his first stint in front of where I was sitting and we all gave him a standing ovation as he passed us. And, yeah, it was, it was really good to see. Obviously, it would be his first game. As, as a first grader at Leichhardt and he'd get to experience what the crowd's like there, same as same as Justin did and Austin as well. Um, you, you probably wouldn't be able to ask them, but I feel like the, the way Leichhardt is situated where you've got the raised field in the middle, like the field kind of dips down to the fence and then so it's kind of that bowl feeling and I think the players like that and it'd be a very different experience playing on a field like that for some of those new guys obviously some of them have had the experience there playing rep games but i think the at- the atmosphere as a whole at a Leichhardt game is always really impressive always really fun yeah yeah i was walking um out with joe joe's in the chat i can see him there he well i was kind of saying um the ratio for home grounds Next year, we've been saying basically eight Campbelltown, four Leichhardt. But I don't know that Leichhardt. The fact that we had ten thousand people there, and it was, it wasn't like it was fifty-fifty um, with the Eels either. I reckon it was eighty eighty percent Tigers. So would, would you agree, as? Oh, I'd say maybe seventy percent. I saw a lot of blue. I also took a bit of a walk around the field at halftime. Yeah. And there was a there was a few sections on the hill where there was a heck of a lot of blue and yeah, so yeah, it's obviously playing the eels. Um, that was thirteen k. Sorry, Joe. Thank you. It was thirteen k. So, I mean, seventy percent of thirteen k is about ten thousand people, roughly. Quick maths in my head. So the fact that this team, uh, it's Saturday, a cold Saturday night. The weather wasn't too bad, but to get a decent crowd, the the hill was pretty much full. Um. Yeah, West Tigers fans, God, we're loyal in a game that no one expected us to win, and we still turn up. And the Leichhardt factor, I don't know. We there has to be at least four Leichhardt games next year 
in my opinion. It's just there's just something about it. I, I think we could go crazy and dilute it by going six and six. I don't think maybe quite that, but man, just being at Leichhardt Oval, um, nah. yeah, it's just it's it's something that I don't know. We're biased, but. I don't know if other teams. I guess they do. I guess everyone's got the other team. Other Sydney teams have um, that aura, but I mean, commentators seem to go on about how good Leichhardt Oval is. But I don't know. Maybe um, I was reminiscing about better times. What do you reckon, Rob? Are you still? How how many games do you think Leichhardt Oval should get next year? Like I, I don't want to get like I, we've said in the surveys. I I don't want to keep changing my mind, but I just think. You know, the more games at Campbelltown, the better. And that's no disrespect to Leichhardt. I love Leichhardt. Yeah. We've just got to just got to make a call, guys, and work out which is our growth area. Like, I'm sure New Brown would love to have every game at Leichhardt because he seems to grow a leg at Leichhardt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, and may, maybe the crowd brings out the best of them. But you know what? We've had some great games at Campbelltown with some great atmospheres. So I'm, I'm not going to not... Campbelltown, and I love travelling out there, and I'm looking forward to going out. Yeah, I do love Campbelltown as well. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, just, I just think we, you know, we we can't keep sitting on the fence with these guys. It's, yeah, it's, it's, if if they go, Campbelltown should have the most. All right, look, go if crazy. they go fifty fifty, it's it's not the worst thing in the world because at least fifty fifty, you, you're getting a lot more home games now. It's like six each, or there, or even more. Yeah. So, but you know, to have three at Campbelltown and three at Leichhardt, what a load of shit. Like, you know, that's just not good enough, guys. It's, it's not good enough. And, you know, you you want your kids growing up and, and wanting to be West Tigers, boys and girls. Um, yeah. You know, like they should be able to see their – like if we had our home ground at Campbelltown and, for example, the girls are playing out there all the time, then you've got young girls out there that want to be West Tigers. Like it's just yeah. – we've, we've just got to make a decision. But I, I'm easy for now. Like if, it, if it's split 50-50, that's fine. But I really think as many games as possible should be at Campbelltown. Michael on YouTube asks, is this our last year at Combank? Yes, it's off contract this year when we've been told that um, we're pretty much, it's pretty likely that we're going to go all suburban, back to all suburban next year. So what the ratio will be, um, not sure, but yeah, we've talked about it a lot um, this year. Gavin on Facebook asked, like that game should be on Sunday afternoon. Whose decision is it? It's a TV. So Channel 9 get first crack. They pick their Thursday, Friday, Sunday Arvo, and then uh, the rest, basically Fox Sports, allocate them. So it's not up to the club. We'd love – I mean, Brisbane Broncos get their Friday nights. They just have that power, unfortunately, um, or Thursday. It's usually Thursday or Friday nights. There's always Broncos being the biggest club. But, um, yeah, you can't dictate – Every I agree. If if like I got three Sundays a year, I'd be satisfied. The fact we only get it's only one this year, I think. Yeah, just the one. Afternoon, the last game of the year. If we get three Sunday Arvos, it, it is that little bit better. It is very cold in the middle. Although it wasn't too bad last night, as I didn't. I've definitely been colder at the footy. That wasn't. I didn't have my jacket on most of the game, so um, it was. It wasn't too bad, but um. But yeah, but... I think Leichhardt's proven. Leichhardt's proven, Josh, that whether it's Sunday afternoon or whether it's Saturday night like last night, where you got thirteen thousand, or Friday night like when we played Canterbury, you know, six weeks ago or thereabouts, yeah, we're going to pull a crowd either way. So I think to be and fair, and I think it does it does lift the team ten fifteen percent. 
Uh, pro- it probably does, so. but I, but I think yeah. with the Campbelltown games, like don't put a Campbelltown game on at six o'clock on a Friday and expect people to sit in traffic on the M5 to get there by six o'clock and they finish work yeah. at five o'clock. So I think they've got to be a bit realistic. Like if they're going to, I don't want a six o'clock game at Leichhardt, but if you're going to have a six o'clock game at Leichhardt, like we did against Canterbury, two teams that are basically at the bottom of the ladder and we pulled in a great crowd there. Well, if, if someone's got to suffer, put it at Leichhardt because we get a crowd anyway, but mm. we've just got to try and encourage some bigger crowds out at Campbelltown and hopefully yes. with a bit of winning down the track, you know, that might change. Uh, other stats in back to the rugby league itself, forwards, uh, line breaks, literally just one to Lids and one to uh, New Brown. Tackle breaks, uh, five for, who did I put there? That's uh, Stefano. And uh, the quickest play, the ball speed. I, I realize with this stat, Kelma Tuolagi has the quickest play, the ball speed, but he also only ran the ball, I think, four times. So... He did four really good quick runs while the others only did a measly, they were like a tenth slower, but did four times as many runs. So not not the best indicator of, of speed there because, yeah, if you run less... It's an average. Mm. Yeah, it's an average speed and he, he had less runs. So, um, yeah, not going to give Kelma too much praise there because he was pretty... Uh, non-existent in this game as yeah he he was poor i did i barely noticed him at all um offensively and defensively i just it was almost like he wasn't there which is pretty fitting considering he's not going to be there yeah three runs for 30 meters uh as anthony said there so yeah it's um yeah. Uh, thoughts on Lids? Joe's brought up, get rid of Lids, bring back Simkin. Um, are we still thinking Simkin? I mean, New Brown, I thought New Brown was really good in this game, Rob. Yeah, I, I thought New Brown was great. Uh, I noticed New Brown getting a little bit angry at times with like looking for his first receivers and, and players getting in the right spots on the field, which was, you know, like, if we're going to have Abby Coruscant next year, I mean, New Brown looks like he'd be the second best hooker. So it actually puts, mm. you know, Lids and Simkin and, you know, we've, we've still got Rua to come back as well. So yeah, um, I, I don't know what, what the club's going to do with that. We can't have five or six hookers. Like, that's just yeah. a, a bit silly unless they're going to transition Rua into some sort of a lock. lock um, yeah. but just on what you guys were saying about Kelma, like our whole right side kind of got starved of the ball and, and we really didn't do much. Like, you look at, you know, Tupu and and Adam and and Kelma, like we they really didn't get much ball at all. Everything everything was left side attack. And when we were in the red zone, we I think we didn't throw enough at him in the red zone. We were doing a lot of one up hit ups and just organizing, organize we were too conservative. We, there was no there was no special play unless we did something really radical like, you know, Dane Laurie chipping over the top in the second half or something like that. I, I just thought our attack was was really really bland to be honest. Uh and you know, Kelma, that's not enough output for Tuolagi. If he's if they're not going to give him the ball, like it's, it's just craziness. I thought he tackled pretty well. I actually thought like I mean I know he missed some tackles, but I thought a lot of his tackling was like he was hurting opponents. Um, but yeah, he, his output in in attack was awful. But I don't know if that's his fault or the fact that we just kept working the ball right to left. Let's uh, bring it up. His tackles. He was thirty-five and four. Yeah. So yeah, he he wasn't 
Luke Garner, um, Joe and Gowley, 38 and 4. Luke Garner, 37 and 2. Uh, Kelma, 35 and 4. So, yeah, so he's up there with, in terms of tackling. Yeah, he definitely didn't um, let us down there. But, yeah, in terms of running, because damaging a ball runner is his MO. So, yeah, that's, that's crazy why he only got the ball three times. Hmm. Like, we should be structuring some play for him to get the ball. Is that partly his fault or is it partly game plan fault? Honest, the, the honest answer is I don't know, but I would assume it's partly game plan fault. If you've got a strike runner, like we should be setting up, you know, like remember the, in the old days, Brooks would do that short ball to Garner, you know, like it was kind of their play. Like I don't think we do enough of that sort of stuff for Kelma. So, and, and it's proven last night, you know, by only getting the ball three times. So Maybe Could it be because he's leaving? Well then, what's he there for? It could be, yeah. it could be, but what? Why is he? Why is he there if you're not going to play him properly? So, uh, it's just you know. Look, I mean, Noddy's just feeling his his feet a little bit, but honestly, I was just really wrapped that the boys were in it mentally all night, never gave up. Sure. And to be fair, if Adam nails a couple of those kicks from the sideline at the end, you know, we would have had an intense last two minutes. You know, so it's just a shame that not getting those goals deprived us of a of a heart attack finish. Uh, of course, Justin Matamua uh, on debut. So his stats for his first game, six runs, 58 metres, uh, 29 post-contact, yeah, six hit-ups, um, 18 tackles, only one missed. What were your thoughts as on Matamua? He had a pretty solid debut. It was a bit disappointing to see him go to the bin. Um, yeah. It was it was kind of funny. A lot of the play, a lot of the fans um, sitting and standing around me gave him a bit of a standing ovation as he as he went off and um, into in, to head to the bin and he he acknowledged us as he went, which yeah, I thought was a nice head. little touch. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he came back, though, I think it it was really important to him to to keep his head down. But I th- I think he still had the impact that would have been expected of him on his debut. Um, and you could, you could see afterwards he, he, he loved it. He loved the occasion. Um, I was, I heard him chatting to triple M in the car on the way home. And uh, he was, he was just very happy to be out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I heard, and he's, I heard and he's hoping for a lot more. I listened to the replay of that on their podcast actually today. He's, he's, um, Pretty, it was pretty impressive in that interview, actually, for, for how young he is. Yeah, considering that was uh, considering a lot of the time you get players on their debut and they don't really know how to talk to the media. Yeah, um, I think he did that really well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Rob the Sinbin itself will get. Man, I, I think that Sinbin. I honestly think that Sinbin doesn't happen. I'll I'll ask you to to tell me why if if it was fair or not. But in my opinion. If it doesn't happen, I think we win this game. I think it's as simple as that for me. Oh, let me throw a quick question back at you. Why wasn't it a Simbin? Why was it a Simbin, you mean? No, what, no, why wasn't it? Why do you think it shouldn't have been a Simbin? Because uh, he plays for the West Tigers and I don't... I don't... <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's like, un- unfortunately, he's just gone in with the yeah. shoulder. You know what I mean? What, what was a little bit disappointing, and I know the guys have to worry about, you know, third man in, but when he you know, like did the hit and Campbell Gillard standing over him. I think we needed a few of our boys, you know, to 
come up to, and, you know, like we needed Steve Roach and Paul Searin and, uh, you know, John Donnelly and a few blokes to come in and say, piss off, stand back, boys, he's one of ours. Like, I don't think the boys really got around him to, to sort of back him up. Um, yeah. yeah, like it was disappointing he went to the sin bin. Um, you guys were obviously at the game, but long after the game was finished, you know, the post-game show, they, they showed film of him, you know, uh, seeing his partner up the northern end and, and you know, giving him yeah. a few pecks on the lifts and then taking selfies with his mates uh, sort of along the fence there in front of the scoreboard. He just, he really soaked up the atmosphere. You can tell, you know, he, look, he, obviously he's disappointed with the sin bin because it was huge. Um, and from a team perspective, what sucked about the sin bin, Josh, like normally when a team scores the try, they don't worry about the sin bin, but we actually got double whammied. Like the, the try was, yeah. and because it would have gone back for a penalty to Parramatta had the try been disallowed. So it was, just, yeah. it was just a double whammy. They get six points and a sin bin. It was like, you know, and you didn't even get Mitch Moses in the head, like, so you can take him out for the game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If you're going to hit him, hit him. you got to hit him, do him it. Wipe that yeah. smack his face, for God's sake. But, yeah, anyway, so, look, he, he looks like he's a, a tiger through and through, and, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be better for the experience. But, yeah, well done to him. He, he it was, just had a big smile on his face. It was great to see. It was pretty cool. He, he had a whole section uh in the Keith Barnes stand of his family. They made a big sign for his debut, which was really cool. And as you walk in, um if you go well, towards the grandstand, they had the sign up at the front, the Keith Barnes stand, which was pretty cool. And then as as said, when he came on, he got like standing ovation from uh the Latcham stand that yeah. as and I were standing in. It was pretty funny, and then yeah, because it was he came on after we'd scored a try. I think it was twelve. It was twelve nil, and we all clapped for him coming on. And then because obviously we saw him come off the bench, and then it was like 20, 30 seconds later, his family obviously realised that he'd come yeah, on. They didn't know he'd come and on all, when, the, when all, the ground announcer got up, mentioned it. Yeah, all the ground announcer <laughs> wanted to announce it, and they all went up. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was a good good moment. And fingers crossed, it's um. We look back and he's yeah a stalwart in this team and um, the well, next big thing. Got, let's hope he's got nine games under his belt by the end of the year. Like these yeah. are the guys we want to have the games. Him and and Paul and you know whoever else, Austin Diaz. Like let's just keep giving him a go. And, and if they for whatever reason prove they're not worthy of being first graders or or they need to go back and do more work on their game, then fine, put them back in lower grades. But give them the opportunity now while. You know, it doesn't affect our status in the competition in terms of playing finals. Uh, as is there any players that we've missed at all that stick uh, stick out before we hit our three two one to finish? Um, yeah, any any players that I've missed across the whole team? No, I feel like we've covered the good and the bad pretty well. No, Maybe. I think I think you've missed one. Who's that? The, the guy we're building the club around. Stefano uh, Uta Ikemanu. Yeah, he definitely was okay. definitely his best yep. game. <laughs> oh, my back. Yeah. oh my god, the hits he yep, did last sure. night. He Sorry, was Steph. he was creaming people, guys. Like this is why he played, you know, got in the state of origin squad last year. This is the guy we haven't seen the last four times he's played for the Tigers. This is really exciting to see. Like this is you know, he needs to be starting almost now. Like that was huge. I don't know what they said to him before the game, but Someone must have insulted his family, his heritage, <laughs> his religion, because he just came out breathing fire. I'm like, that's what you do, mate. That's the tiger spirit. Like, it was just good to see. Like, I was just five, watching five tackle breaks on TV. Minutes. I was watching calmly on TV, and I'm like, 
why didn't you go, you absolute wuss? Because, you know, I hadn't seen anything the last three games to make me want to see. I just thought we weren't going to put in. And, and they were just so good last night. I really regret not going. Really do. Yeah, good. I, yeah, MD, uh, we had uh, Joe came and sat, sat in your seat. Your seat. It's my wife's seat, but <laughs> sat in your seat um, with me instead. But, yeah, you should, next time, uh, Rob. All good. Oh, this damn spam. Get the hell out of our live stream. Sorry to everyone on the YouTube trying to bloody bots in there with their inappropriate stuff. Go away. Um, righto, three, two, one, time. And look at this, guys. I've actually, uh, oh, for those fuck. listening, yeah, hey. I've, uh, you can tell, you can tell I'm on leave at the moment. I have a bit more time. <laughs> Up my sleeve. I've actually counted up all our votes from this year and made a pretty little graph, so you can see, uh, yeah, who who's leading. So um, I thought Hastings would run away with it, but it's a, it's a race Ken, in three at the moment. Yeah, Ken, uh, Joff and Ken not far behind. So we'll see. Um, yeah, tonight because um, I don't think any of us will give Jacko a point tonight. So. What do you got for me? Uh, who wants to go first? I'll I'll go first for a change. I always um, say, tell you guys to go first, and I'll I'll put my hat in the ring first here this time. Good stuff. Let us know in the I'll... chat too, guys. What um, who would be your three, two, one? Righto, as hit me. I'm giving my three to Pola. I was really impressed with how he went for his first game starting. Um, two to Joffa because I. I could always notice him whenever it was whenever he was um, like he, he was constantly trying to do something to help the team, and I'm going to give my one to Toa because I I mm. I did like that he ran the ball a lot more. He got a lot more involved, um, and it was good to see from his recent bad game. So I'm happy to give him the one there. Right, Roberto. Uh, I'm going to add to Joffa's tall tower. Uh, Joffa, three points. He he does it all. He talks the talk. He walks the walk. Uh, he was fantastic last night, and he really is the leader of our forward pack. Um, might be a little bit controversial, but I, I, again, I'm going to go David Nofaluma for two points. He he really didn't do anything wrong last night. Uh, mm. Safe as a bank. Uh, you know, some good finishes. Yeah, some good finishes. Not his big running meters, but just did not really put a foot wrong, didn't drop a ball that I can remember or, or you know, come off his wing and leave a man open or do any of that stuff. So I thought he was really good. And Stefano is getting one point for two reasons. One, for the hits that he was producing last night and two, for bringing back the fire into my body because that was just great to see. That seriously, like, I, I'm just so pumped. I want to see that again. Like, I'm greedy now. I want to see that every week. And I, whatever they did to him last week, do it again this week. Kamali, do that again, mate. It worked, whatever it was. Bef uh, before you go, Josh, uh, just to just to make it a bit more tense, Joff and Jacko were tied now with the eight points so far. And also, Actually, no, sorry, I just realized... Five, never mind. <laughs> uh, I look, just because I'm just adding it to the list now, I don't think Steph had any points. I, I don't think he's on that list. I don't think we've given him a point this year. Well, he, he was injured for a few games as well. Yeah, yeah. That's just, he's just never a... been the same player since he came back till last night, really. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, and you just gave him. I gave him one. 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 So yeah. I. Your bar graph. <laughs> um, Rob just giving Josh more work to do. I haven't got it interacting. I'm 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 in the back end of the uh, the Google Google sheet, um, adding to it. So the graph will update uh, in a week's time. Uh, I really should have thought of it. I've thought about it. I kind of thought I'd think about it on the spot. That is actually quite hard. This one, I look. It's it's pretty pointless giving Steph points now, but I might give him. Um. Yeah, he didn't play long. Not pointless. You've got you've got to call the game as you see it. If he's if yeah, one you've got to give it. Don't, don't give it to people that are up the top for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah I know. I really, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have counted them. It's 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 affecting. <laughs> it's tampering, tampering my uh vote tampering. My my thinking. Yeah, or influencing. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go Steph. Steph for three. Um. Yeah, Paul definitely deserves. No, okay, no, no. I'm gonna go Paul three, same as as. Um, I'm gonna go two for Steph and one. Oh, procrastinating on this makes good radio. Procrastinating into a microphone. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm trying. I'm with my wife at a restaurant trying to get her to order food. Uh, I'll give Noff one, three. He's on th- three points of this week. So, okay. What has everyone said as I go back? Uh, whoa, a lot of comments. Uh, GD Tiger, Naked HD, one, poll two, three, Joffa three. Um, Tim, poll, Steph, Zane. Yeah, Zane Musgrove, we didn't... Um, Started well, didn't he? Yeah, we didn't talk... That's one player we did did miss. Now that I think about it, I tweeted out after 20 minutes, he... Re- Half jokingly, he said he looked like prime Steve Roach. He was playing like really with um, some vicar and some yeah, really getting stuck in. He um, he was impressive. I wish I'd have read Tim's comment. I might have given him Zane one point, but it's in the it's in the sheet. So I can say uh, yeah, Fanil polls get everyone's got poll in this poll. Poll is everywhere. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, Kathy, I missed this. Kathy mentioned the Joffa kiss on Dane Laurie. I, did you notice this at the ground, Kathy? I mean, not Kathy, uh, as this. No, I didn't. Yeah, I totally, where, totally where, missed When this. did that happen? Wait, I'm not sure. Someone um, someone messaged it to me. or well, someone said it in our Discord, I think. When when did this happen? Rob? I think it was while, I think it was early in the game while we were still nil all. Um, but I don't know any more than that or what led to it. Yeah, I yeah, can't remember. Totally. It was obviously a mistake that Dane did. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been sympathising with him. Well, hints of Benji and Scotty Prince back in the De- day. Definitely. But that was for better reasons. That was after a try. Uh, try or a field goal? No, try. It was a try. Okay. Try. Um, yeah, thanks to everyone in the stream tonight. As always, you make this show so much better adding your content um yeah boys anything else to add from this game as we sign off i just want to encourage everyone to get out to campbelltown saturday two o'clock and and you know get out to a a grand final and um cheer the girls home and what about combank on sunday 
uh, we should do that too. We should do that. <laughs> or, or go to West Ash. Just watch it at West Ashfield instead. Yeah, it might be a better option. <laughs> right, boys. Uh, yeah, great episode tonight, obviously, uh, to have Tess on. Um, yeah, absolute honour. How, how good was she? She was just she was amazing. Fun, giving us yeah, 40 minutes great. of her time. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. We uh, Yeah, we can have some more of those stars and we can celebrate a, uh, a premiership come next Saturday. So, uh, as always, guys, in the comments, you know how we finish each episode. As always, boys, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Mondays and Thursdays. So, we're going to, as the season rolls in, uh, be sure to catch us every week. And if you can, give us a like on the socials, so at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, search for Westlife Podcast on Facebook. And if you'd like to take part in the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. It's just a couple of bucks a month to help grow the show. We'll see you again next time on the Westlife Podcast.